Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Transforming your workplace into a ministry place. You've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We are. Thank you for being with us tonight. Um, You know, it's kind of fun. We're doing this late in the evening because tonight we have some very um, busy moms with little kids, and hopefully they're all tucked in. We don't really know. Had to wait for the kids to go to bed. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) They're getting entertained so that the moms can be on with us tonight. So we're grateful for that. Yeah, and it's and we're and we are grateful, and it's amazing that you guys are doing this, and you still look very fresh. Uh, all right, let's get it. Let's get to the show. Many of you have friends you've grown up with and have continued to hang out with well into adulthood. So how critical is that friendship? Is it important to your faith, your work, your marriage, or your family? Growing up together through teenage years, college, first jobs, marriage, kids, more kids, more kids, buying a house, more kids. It's super important to have friends by your side. Tonight, we're going to hear from two ladies who've grown up together and are holding each other accountable as they grow on their faith and their work, and they raise monstrously large families. Kara Willems and Cassie Voss join us from Minnesota, the frozen tundra, to share a little of their story and to talk about their contribution to the new book we're releasing this fall, She Works For Him. Kara and Cassie, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. We're very excited to have you guys here tonight. We are. So, Kara, let's start with you. When did you, and to, to let all the listeners know, when did you and Cassie get to know each other? Cassie and I met in 2005, so 15 years, going strong. <laughs> uh, she had already been with her now husband, Chad, and I had just started dating my now husband, Tim, and the two of them were very close. So we met through our husbands. So uh-huh. 2005, was that end of high school? Like, give people context. I was I was in my first year of college. Okay, great. Yep. All right, so Cassie, did you and Kara always get along? <laughs> yeah, you know, I knew Tim, her husband, before she did. So when Kara entered, I had been friends with him first. So when she hopped in, we hit it off right away and uh, have been friends ever since. So. Mm. All right. Now make sure you talk into your microphone so we get a really good, crisp, clear sound, Cassie, when we talk to you. Must, Kara must be right in front of the microphone and you must not be. <laughs> All right. So you guys are both now married. You're working moms and you both have three kids. I mean, talk about being best friends. This is a little ridiculous taking it to even the number of children. <laughs> I'm going to have three. Well, I'm going to have three too then. That's just fine. How has being a married working mom of three little kids under eight years old, how has that changed your relationship? Kara, you go first. For sure, we have less time for each other, uh, for sure. And the time that we do have for each other usually involves having the kids. So it's uh, a lot of just making it work on um, texting. We do a ton of texting. And then uh, usually on our commutes, uh, we try to call each other to check in. Oh, is that's now. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little different now with a different kind of commute, right? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> the commute down the stairs to your office. So, um, so now you. What about, what about for oh. you, Cassie? How has all of this stuff changed your relationship with Kara? What, what do you think? Well, we both had to buy minivans together. Yeah. So that was a really <laughs> Don't thing. do it. Oh, wait a minute, Cassie. <laughs> you own it. a minivan? Uh, I know. Right? Oh, oh, see, Cassie used to lust after my minivan when she was growing up. It's a shame that she had, she had to call, she wouldn't call and tell me 
that she bought a minivan. Tell everyone that I was your niece, by the way. I didn't. I I, uh, well, like, now, okay. So Cassie's my niece, <laughs> and, and and she gave me a hard time for driving a minivan, and now she drives a minivan, and that was hilarious because she was too embarrassed to tell her uncle because she gave yeah. me so much garbage growing up. So, you know, the lives of being a a mom, those are the kinds of things that we have to do. So let's talk about, you know, you are with us here on I Work For Him. And one of the things that, um, you know, the hymn is all about our faith in Christ. So, um, Cassie, why don't you share how has your faith played a role in the relationship that you guys share with each other as friends? Yeah. So, I mean, Kara and I were both raised in a kind of faith-based family structure, right? But as we've grown up and our friendship has grown, we've grown in our faith and kind of, I would say, at different speeds. And we've both been able to challenge each other in different ways kind of throughout that journey. Um, But kind of in the last couple of years, we've kind of started to branch out a little bit more in that regard. So, Kara, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, no, I think for sure we have usually never been on the exact same page in our faith. Um, And so that's been a balancing act for both of us to figure out, you know, to to try to understand, like, what are you going through? What am I going through? How do we align? How do we push each other? I think there's been a lot of pushing Mm -hmm. to try to get to the next level to make each other better, um, which has been great. I think it's hard. I mean, it's not super hard, but, you know, finding good friends that you can continue to talk about Christ with and where you're at in your faith journey. Since that's not always a normal topic, we get so caught up in talking about our marriages and our kids that that's that topic gets lost. So it's good to have friends that you can talk about it and also remind you of, you know, that need for you to have that relationship with Christ. Well, and I think add a little context to that. Maybe Cassie, you can, because today where you guys find yourself, you have, your lives are a lot closer than you probably would have expected them 15 years ago. So you have a lot of things in common um, about your church and school and things like that. So just get the audience up to speed on that. Yeah, so our two oldest kids are in the same grade. They'll both be third graders this year. And then um, our middle two are a little, a couple years apart. But then our third children um, are both in daycare at the same daycare center together. So they're two weeks apart. Yep. So we see each other almost every day. Yeah. Even if it's in vehicles waving. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, I mean, not that we're getting to spend a lot of quality time per se, but we're always able to kind of pick up right where we left off and continue to have a healthy friendship and relationship and challenge each other um, to grow and encourage each other and love on each other's families and one another. So So, Kara, your oldest is a boy, right? Yeah. And Cassie, your oldest is a girl. So are we going to take this friendship thing to a whole new level in about 15 years? Oh yeah. (laughs) Keep that friendship going. Going to become family. That's what we're going to do. All right. So we asked you two to write a chapter for our upcoming book called She Works for Him to give us a perspective from a millennial working Christian woman. And certainly you guys take the tops of it with three children. Why why did you decide, Kara, why did you decide to do this and what did you decide to write about? Uh, This was perfect timing for me. Uh, I am on a very, I would call it a very intense Point in my faith journey where I just feel a strong need to be reaching out and getting, helping women specifically. So there's lots of things going on in the background in my life where I'm trying to make that happen. Um, I just started a blog 
a couple of months ago, that's really helped me kind of get that out and do what I can to allow God to speak through me and help women with what I'm experiencing. Uh, and what, so the main thing that I, I, I talked about in my chapter, my section of the chapter was the idea of planting seeds. And that is, I'm so passionate about it. I, I could probably talk about it the whole time, but um, the idea that, you know, as Christians, it is just our job to, we've got to love people and we plant seeds. Uh, I think of my own personal faith journey and anyone that I've talked to, we didn't find Jesus. We didn't find our relationship with God by people shoving it down our throats. We found it because people said things that resonated with us. And we're like, well, maybe, maybe that does work. Maybe that does make sense. Or you felt the spirit move within you. So I think, you know, as Christians, it's, it's our job to plant seeds and direct people to them, but it's not our job to lecture them and, mm. and force them to believe it. Mm-hmm. You guys titled the chapter together. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a minute. What, Cassie, do you, um, how do you define together when you think about uh, life with a friend like Kara? You know, um, we kind of just touched on our journey kind of together a little bit and just how we've grown. And I didn't mean to say together again right after that, but um, that we've been able to challenge one another in every kind of different aspect as a mom, as a friend, um, as leaders within our organizations and continuing to grow that way. Um, Being able to coach each other and be there um, in whatever capacity um, along the way. So, And talking about growing together, I had a picture I was going to put in the book of the two of you pregnant next to each other, but that yeah. that photo got rejected, just for the record. <laughs> but now at least it's on. Yeah, it got it got some, summarily rejected. Uh, I thought it was super cute, but... He didn't want you boycotting the book no, or we didn't. anything just because <laughs> of a photo. I mean, I, I thought it just took your whole relationship together thing to a whole nother level because you decided to do everything together we got our kids planned out we even got them getting married in 15 years all right that wasn't necessarily yeah, planned, yeah. But that wasn't the plan well okay I'll god's let, plan right we don't always yep. know how but, that timing but, works out but kara your son's name's not matthew is it no okay no. all right so that's that's not natalie's real you know love at this point in time okay all right so kara how does she's hopefully she's watching this that's she right will be watching that's right this, so kara yeah. how does <laughs> She's going to be mad at Uncle Jim. Kara, how does Together define your time for you when you get that time with Cassie? You know, I I thought of Cassie. Okay, I don't have a ton of friends that knew me um, in my early 20s. And she is one of the few that knew me during that stage and through the whole growth. So Cassie is really in a different bucket of friend for me, right? She is. Cassie is a sense of home um, because she has been with me the past 15 years. And that that's just a rare thing in my life. I have really close friends, right? Lots, but they, they didn't know me. They didn't see me at my craziest. (laughs) Um, And Cassie did. So, you know, together, even though we can't always physically be together, um, I always feel Cassie's spirit a lot with me and I, I know she's always for me mm. right? she's always on my team she's always for me um and I'm always for her and I think that that's what's allowed us to maintain that is because you know things change right competition jealousy you know things between 
friendships happen. And I think for Cassie and I, we've both always just been really for each other. Mm. Um, but that has really grounded us and allowed us, I think, to you know, beat the test of time. Okay, so I want you to get really personal here for a moment, talking to the listeners. I know a lot of women, we feel like it's, um, uh, we feel guilty if we take time to invest in a friendship. We feel like, you know, for some reason we have this idea that we need to be a martyr and put everybody else first. Speak to other people the value, the better mom, the better wife, the better employee that you are because of having a friend like each other. Cassie, you go first. It's, it's not an easy thing to kind of get over in your head to um, dedicate time for you and uh, I mean, other people, right? Like I've got a family that needs me and I have responsibilities at home and work, but making sure that we take time for us and to work on us individually and as a friend too is really important. Um, and it hasn't always been easy. I'm, it's, it's not easy for me to step away and think about all the things that aren't getting done while I'm off hanging out with a friend, you know? Um, but it's important, it fills your cup up and you have to, you have to take care of you too. Kara, mm. yeah. anything you wanna to add to that? You're nodding your head a lot, which I know. <laughs> I think, you know, it seems crazy because we have three kids, but. I truly do feel like we're, we're coming out of the trenches of small kids because our youngest are two, right? And you feel like once they hit three, you're kind of, it, it feels better. Easier. Yeah. Um, but I think when we were both deep in the trenches of the darkness, we had to spend time with our kids together. There, there wasn't an option to go have Karen and Kathy time. It was, hey, you want to come over? <laughs> with mm -hmm. your kids. Come on over. Kids. We could change diapers together. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. you know what? That's that's so valuable because a lot of people today don't have those real friendships. And you know that that's going to be a, a value to your kids as well because they're going to remember and they're going to know that they have a trusted other adult in their life that cares for them that is a safe place. And um, I think that's precious. So don't ever discount that. And I hope our listeners are just hearing that, you know, it's okay. And in fact, it's important. Um, that doesn't mean you take all your time to be just with your friend, but but it's okay. And it's a valuable part of our of our time, our relationship and growing up as a as a working woman. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we we'll are right back with Kara and Cassie, just want to hear from one of our sponsors. I want to thank Todd Hopkins with Office Pride, commercial office cleaning services. Really would love for you to, if you've ever thought about becoming an entrepreneur, perhaps tonight is the night. You've been thinking, what can I do in order to uh, start something for my own? And I want to be able to have a franchise where I can learn how to be really successful at my franchise, but also be mentored by somebody who loves Jesus, who can teach me how to do that in a really I work for him kind of way. So check out OfficePrideFranchise.com online, OfficePrideFranchise.com. All right, let's get back with Kara and Cassie. All right, so let's shift the conversation to work a little bit because mm -hmm. this is a faith and work-related show. So Cassie, what kind of work do you do? I work for a company called RSM, and we're the fifth largest accounting firm in the world. And I focus more on the internal finance side of the accounting industry and I manage um, a team of about 75 people focused on our internal billing and our master client database kind of responsibilities, so. Okay, and Kara, um, what, what about you? 
I do, uh, I'm the operations manager at a distribution and manufacturing company. So it's a very, it's very opposite <laughs> of Cassie. Uh, it's a very small company. And uh, so I report directly to the owner. And so I'm really his right-hand person. So yes, my title is operations, but uh, I do everything. Um, I do a lot of HR, a lot of operations. Um, when he's gone traveling, he expects me to kind of take take over and make sure that things are happening. So, so you're really, you're working in super small family kind of business. And Cassie, you're working in monstrously large corporate business. So very different environments. So Kara, how does your faith impact the work that you do? So I'm pretty dang lucky in my job right now. The owner um, is a, he is very strong in his faith and he implements his faith day to day. So th- that is such a blessing to me that I can have a relationship with my boss, who is also the owner um, in Christ. And we can talk about it and we can um, discuss, you know, how God's working through us and how he's calling us. And, you know, I know he uses that a lot to make business decisions. So for me, uh, it's so seamless because of that, because I have that blessing of an owner of boss that's just really open with his faith. Um, it's really easy for me to just implement it. It's just kind of a part of the culture. Do you get a chance to ever pray together at work over situations, difficulties? We haven't. Hmm, there you go. We There's an yet. idea. Okay. Yeah. So Cassie, what about for you in this corporate environment that you're in? How are you able to allow your faith to impl- impact your day-to-day work? Yeah, um, very different environment, like Kara mentioned. But a big way that I kind of focus on sharing my faith faith is just in how I present myself and the relationships that I build with the people that work with me and for me, um, and taking the time to invest in my people and kind of navigating those relationships individually and um, kind of however God leads me to work in their lives and as a leader within the organization. So, So, Cassie, I know that you got 75 people, you said, underneath you. There's a lot of opportunities for ministry. You got a lot of you got a lot of people there that probably that are hurting, that are at times struggling with this, uh, the whole crisis that we're dealing with right now. how do you find yourself ministering to their souls instead of just giving them instructions? Yeah, you know, I've spent a lot of time getting to know the people, and I'm about a year in on my new role here at RSM, and a lot of the last year has been spent getting to know people. And when COVID happened in March, um, it meant a lot of kind of checking in on people and my team and seeing how they were and just kind of taking that extra step to just um be personable with them versus mm. having it be a work-focused conversation. So talk about that to the listeners. Just give them some something um, that you can encourage them with or encourage them to try that you have found really helpful when you're checking in with your people. It, to be honest, it's more about just asking, how are you doing? How is your family doing? Um, being a little empathetic, like, hey, I'm having a hard time too. It's hard having a kid home and teaching second grade and balancing all the demands of home life and work life and um, just kind of getting them to open up and building the relationship that way. Mm. So Kara, what about for you? You've got, how many people are, are reporting to you at your job? 
No one reports directly to me. So within our office, there are four. There's just four of okay. us that work together. So it's a close environment. I mean, how do you how do you find yourself using your faith to minister to those around you? Because I'm sure there's people that have that are hurting in your office. Yes. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, we talk about it a little bit in our chapter. I, I'm pretty direct. I'm pretty blunt, and I don't um, have a huge issue not being politically correct. So I, <laughs> I'm i fine just kind of throwing it out there when people are struggling. Um, we had, we currently, we had one of our employees got into a motorcycle accident recently and he should have died, to be honest. Something really terrible should have happened and he walked away mm. without a scratch. And um, so that example, you know, when he's telling me about it and just keep planting, keep planting those seeds, like why do you think that happened? Like, you know, looking for the opportunities, hmm. which God is presenting to you to minister, you know, to, to, to preach in a not, you know, forceful way. Yeah. So those I'm, I'm throughout my day constantly looking for those opportunities to recognize the opportunity and then be bold enough to say something. Hmm. All right. Last question for you two before we're done tonight, Cassie. You, there's there's a lot of women that are going to hear, young and older women that are going to hear this show down the road. Speak to the younger women, the, the younger moms, younger married moms, the little kids, just of some encouragement because you are you have a job. Well, it's been nice the last several months. You haven't been getting on the bus every day, driving to, you know, going to downtown Minneapolis. But talk to them, encourage the moms on, on the fact that, I don't know, just encourage them with whatever you want to encourage them. One of the pieces in our chapter that we talked about is um, learning to exude courageous behavior, whether it's you individually um, or in a presentation kind of atmosphere, listening and being aware when the opportunity arises to be courageous and kind of listening for God's will in our lives. So um, that's really empowered us to have an impact on others too. Yeah. Kara? Yeah. Uh, uh, my advice is hang in there. It, mm -hmm. it will get better. Like you're yeah. going to feel like you are buried. <laughs> this is going to be dark. Um, anytime I have friends reach out to me with this, I'm like, it will get, I promise it will get better. It feels like it's never going to when you're in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why it's so important to find friends find your tribe and your tribe isn't always connected, right? So Cassie and I are in each other's tribe, but her tribe isn't my tribe, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're not connected. So right. I think that's a huge piece of find your people that are for you and that you can be for them. Um, and, and that will get you through it. Mm. Find the people that you can say, I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. I want to hurt my husband <laughs> that won't judge you for that, that you can just be really raw and honest with, and that will support you and say, Hey, like, yeah, I hear you. I'm here for you. And that it's so important. Mm -hmm. it's bad, but looking for good mentors to yes. in home life, faith life, work life, um, make, make sure that those people are a part of your tribe too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the ones to push and challenge and encourage. So very, yeah. very good. Did you have any fun? Yeah, I just, I just, I'm excited to hear from your hearts. And I hope that this intrigues the listeners to be watching for the She Works For Him field manual that will be coming out with a chapter by these two wonderful young women um, that are living it out transparently for everybody. 
Kara Willems and Cassie Voss, thanks for being on I Work For Him tonight. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I work work for for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four, him.com.